Wanda, I know we can't stay like this. But before I go... No. I feel I must know. Oh, you gotta die? <laughs> Stop it. Empty. Don't do this right now. <laughs> Oh. I the piece of the mind stone that lives in me. Oh. He's like, cool. You are a also body a of wires and blood and bone. Every time I rewatch this. You are my sadness. You are my sadness. And my hope. Oh. You're my everything. But mostly you're my love. Also, the most expensive vibrator in the world. Empty, stop it! Why do you have to ruin everything? Why do you gotta ruin everything? This is a good moment that ruins This is a wholesome moment. You ranked WandaVision number one. How can you do this? Yeah, I yeah, did. you ranked WandaVision number one. I'm sorry. I just play too many games. Oh. Oh. I have been a voice with nobody. A body, but not human. And now this is a moment. This is the moment where I was like, okay, uh, Vision does have a soul. I've been a real jerk toward Vision until now. And now I know. Yeah, what will you be next? What will you be next? Whose consciousness will you be in? Who will you be inside of Vision? And can it be me? Can it be me? <laughs> will it be me? Get that turtleneck in me. Mm, all the way in. Hmm. Uh, and this is how we're starting today with vision balls deep in me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Damn, girl. Welcome back to New Rock Stars. The Scarlet Witch may return to reunite with Vision and Vision Quest. Working title A new series confirmed to be in development in Marvel Studios alongside Wonder Man. Breaking news as of this taping Yaya Abdul Mateen II coming in as Simon Williams, a character who has connections with this whole White Vision era in the West Coast Avengers of the comics. But isn't Wanda dead in the MCU? And isn't WandaVision an uh, arguably different soul than the what is grief vision we knew in WandaVision? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Not exactly the WandaVision Scarlet Vision that we knew. But he is a different guy, though. Some of the same ships of Theseus uh, planks that are shared there. I guess it is even fair to call coding a soul. Well, this synthesoid hopes so, because otherwise there's nothing ticking in here. It's been almost two years, but let's dust off the OG Inside Marvel sign-in and ask ourselves, Wanda the Wanda the f the f nailed it. Haven't said that in a minute. <laughs> so haven't said the f word in a minute. Say you it know again. What I'm saying. I'm I gave it up for lamp. <laughs> <laughs> This is Inside Marvel, it's New Rockstar's weekly Marvel reaction show, talking about all the biggest news in Marvel. I'm Eric Voss, with me today is Jessica Clemens and MT. Welcome back, my friends. Hey, I love to be <gasps> back. I I'm missed you guys last dressed week. as White Vision. <laughs> yes, you are. You are dressed as White Vision. Oh my goodness. And you look amazing. It's one. It's it's Halloween today when we are recording this show, uh, but it, I guess it's November 2nd or 3rd when you're watching it, and Jess is just uh, All Saints Day celebration of White Vision and the soul that he does have. I don't have a soul. We both don't have a soul. <laughs> I don't have Soon. a soul. Let's, uh, for the record, I do not have a soul. Just kidding, no. Not since I sacrificed mine to Mephisto. I don't have a soul.
but I, I hope to regain it. I wanted to open with that clip from that WandaVision finale, not just because it's one of my favorite all-time MCU moments or because we really need a good morning cry, but because I think it's just the best possible example of what we have to look forward to in this Vision Quest show. You know, I don't think any relationship in Phase 4 was nearly as powerful or as inspiring or as hopeful as the one between Wanda and Vision. I think we all need more of it. We need to see at least one side of this relationship try to find the other. So I think we need to talk about why Phase 5 needs Vision Quest and then a little later in the show, we're going to dig deeper into this Simon Williams Yaya Abdul-Mateen II news because I think he's going to be amazing in the MCU and I really, really hope that they do tie it in at least a little bit with White Vision because I think there there is a way to uh, bring those together. Not that they need to, but... Is Yaya Watchmen? Is this is this the oh, yes. Mr. Man- Dr. Manhattan? This is Dr. Manhattan oh Yaya. God. This is uh, Black Manta Yaya. Woo! Woo! MCU has too many beautiful black men making me jealous. I don't like it. Uh. Too many handsome black men. Bring them, take them away. (laughs) (laughs) Yaya Yaya is so beautiful. And he's honestly his track record as a hero in superhero movies. He's, to me, is the one that's been non-affected. And when I say non-affected, like, we always are like, oh, yeah, remember when Chris Evans did the Human Torch? Like, I don't think too many people have, like, been, like, bringing up his other roles as much. So I'm really happy to see him get into this and it'll be a different role for him to take on. Yo, him as Black Manta was probably my one of my favorite parts of Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Like he was fantastic. a fantastic Black Manta. He's, he's just going to take a little great. piece of every franchise and he can yes, easily. He can. Because he did great as in Watchmen. He, oh, oh my God. In Watchmen? Freaking he was great. Phenomenal. In Watchmen. And you know, uh, you got to imagine, we're going to have a scene at some point in the next few years where Yahya Abdul Mateen is talking to Jonathan Majors. And those two uh, Ivy League trained yes. actors who who got some heat for calling this clown work. It's not clown work. Clown work's hard, my friends. Clown work requires a lot of discipline. I've been doing it my whole life. And you know, all the internet is like, it's not clown work. I like it's a compliment to call something clown work, in my opinion. And it's because these two actors know what they're doing. They know what they're doing, and they're gonna blow our freaking minds. We might get into it, but won't his character in Watchmen as Doctor Manhattan kind of align with White Vision very yes. well? Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> It'll be the same kind of person, and I uh, will love this. I will reap. I will sow this. I'll get into it. Okay, go on. Let's start by breaking down this deadline report from last week about this Vision Quest. Uh, so it reports that a second WandaVision spinoff series focusing on Paul Bettany's Vision is in the works at Marvel Studios for Disney Plus. Sources tell Deadline, titled Vision Quest, the potential series, which is opening a writer's room next week, will be about the Vision Bettany trying to regain his memory and humanity. I hear, and I hear is just this common thing that you see in Deadline articles written by uh, what's her name? Like she's always just like, I hear from my sources. They whispered into my ear. I'm Rita Skeeter, and little <laughs> bugs like to tell me the little inside dealings at the studio lots. Little rumors, my little birds fly into my window and they whisper their secrets. To I hear them, I hear them. I just think it's such a weird editorial choice <laughs> if they do a deadline and then it doesn't make sense to me. I'm sorry to act that out. I'm in a weird giddy mood this morning. <laughs> Halloween. The article goes on to say, while the focus is on vision, word is there a possibility for Wanda Maximoff, Elizabeth Olsen, to appear, which would make sense given how interconnected the two characters' stories are in the MCU. Yeah, uh, says someone who clearly just watched the MCU once in their lives. But anyway, like the other WandaVision spinoff, the green-lighted series Agatha House of Harkness, headlined by Catherine Hahn, Vision Quest is overseen by WandaVision creator, writer, and executive producer Jack Schaefer, I hear, reps from Marvel Studios and Bettany to comment. 
The new spinoff is being unofficially referred to by some as the White Vision Project after the most recent on-screen version of the character. Now, a quick reminder of that character, where we left Vision, or Scarlet Vision and White Vision. In the WandaVision finale, Vision engaged White Vision in the Ship of Theseus debate. So, you know, when, when a ship is rebuilt using the same planks as before, which is a true Ship of Theseus. White Vision acknowledged the paradox, but Vision tells him, quote, Perhaps the rot is the memories. The wear and tear are the voyages. The wood touched by Theseus himself. And I just want to ask you guys, do you ever feel like your memories are just rot? <laughs> now more than ever, Eric. Now more than ever. Now that I've uh, hit Eric, 30, I can't remember anything. <laughs> um, literally anything. Um, I forgot how my own name is spelled. It's only two letters. It's pretty bad. It's two letters. Both of you. Um. Should we unbox this? Should we stop what we're doing right now and talk about this? Just ask the question that needs to show up in the Chiron. Just, what's going on? Uh, what is going, going on? on? It's a valid question. What's happening, dude? Are you okay? I'm fine. White Vision responds, I have not retained memories. But Scarlet Vision says, but you do have the data. It is merely being kept from you. And then White Vision says, a weapon to be more easily controlled. But certainly you are the true Vision because you believe yourself to be. And Scarlet Vision says, well, that was once a case. But upon meeting you, I've been disabused of that notion. As a carbon-based synthesoid, your memory storage is not so easily wiped. May I? And then Vision gives the little tap to that gem on White Vision's head. And Montage shows that White Vision's memories are being restored. He has all the information that was there right up until the moment of his death. And he goes, I am Vision. And then he uh, flies off again. He blasts off through the skylight. Uh, that's the last we see of him. Scarlet Vision was left behind in Westview and faded when Wanda dropped the hex. White Vision, though, is still at large. He's fully possessing his memories up through the moment of his death in Wakanda, but probably not any of the sitcom events that happened in Westview prior to S.W.O.R.D. activating him. However, we should note that since what is uh, grief if not love persevering happened around the time of Civil War, uh, White Vision uh, is the same Vision who has that memory of telling Wanda that. So a lot of the, the core aspects of, uh, of Vision that we know of, that we love about him, White Vision has. Uh, recently, Kevin Feige hinted to Variety that Wanda Maximoff might have survived Multiverse Madness. He said, I don't know that we saw her under rubble. We saw a tower coming down, a little red flash. I don't know what that means. And I'm just taking a note <laughs> from the Variety interview. They said like kind of an up upward tone is the way he's an uptone so it's just you know mm. taking the acting note from them i'm not making fun of the way he talks i love him <laughs> you made him sound like jerry seinfeld it's like hey what's going on she didn't die she's just on a rebel i'm sorry so it sounds to me like vision quest is going to be a season two of wandavision more specifically a kind of reboot of season one instead of wanda creating a synthetic reality to recreate vision i think we're going to see vision on a quest to digitally manifest his love in an inner reality where he can be with wanda again i'm picturing this wally scenario this robot who's just forever locked in forever devoted to eve to his eve you know white vision is going to circle the globe without end searching for wanda he's going to dig up the rubble find her not there uh, uh i think Wanda's going to stay dead for now in 616. Maybe she'll return in Secret Wars. I think everyone's going to return on that show. But um, White Vision, with no ability to travel the multiverse, is going to try to rebuild her in his mind palace. To uh, you know, He's going to give her the voice of a digital consciousness that's made up of his memories, the rot of her, that only he can see. You know, like in Truman's show, how Truman's like tearing up magazines to like assemble the face of the woman who was taken from him? That kind of little tragic moment. I think that's what White Vision, that's going to be the quest he's on. Uh, I think the consciousness that he sees of Wanda is going to appear to him kind of like an, an imaginary girlfriend who tells him to let go of his quest and move on uh, and focus on his present needs. The present needs maybe being a father figure to Billy and Tommy. Maybe uh, we'll project forward into a possible future. White Vision is just sitting on the, the rubble of Earth thousands of years in the future. Still, still 
waiting for his love to come home in the plot of turf that he bought for her in Westview, New Jersey. But only, only the, the outline of that house is left as the rest of the world's uh, completely eroded around him. He's waiting for Wanda forever. But he's going to wake up from that from that future to the present crisis to help Billy and in some Avengers level threat set up the young Avengers. That's what I hope this is. Mm. But I want to hear from you two. What do you think? Uh, what do you want to see from Vision and Vision Quest? I like in the storyline in the comics where he basically got his, he was like constructed by Wonder Man or had the same whatever brain as Wonder Man. And, mm. but I like that that storyline is maybe being switched for Wanda by proxy gave White Vision his new brain because he got his like, I am Vision from our Wanda Vision Vision. So it's like by proxy, you just got it directly. And now maybe you have the brainwaves of Wanda. So I like the idea that him showing up is him showing up to like correct Wanda for what she did. I know in the comics, there was like a part where Vision before he turned into like White Vision where he kind of went crazy and like <laughs> tried to destroy the planet. Mm -hmm. So maybe Wanda, after what happened in Multiverse of Madness, he hears about and he's like, I need to correct this wrong figure. Uh, but he also still has the like, I love her still. I So I kind of want that to be kind of settled out. I know Wonder Man's coming. It seems like we need to kind of put him in there, but I also just want this to be, uh, I need a conclusion. I don't think we still got the conclusion after WandaVision. I think now with White Vision mm -hmm. having a little bit of Wanda, we now have opened another door. So I need a conclusion to that. Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I agree. I no, I get that. I, I like both of your ideas, especially like, you know, this idea of uh, Vision sort of like reconstructing um, like a digital palace in his mind of like doing like a reverse like digital WandaVision. I think that'd be really fun. Mm -hmm. uh, but like, I honestly think that Vision Quest is going to be or, or rather should be um, just like Vision finding himself. Like, because cause like up until this point in the MCU, this is like he's been basically under somebody's watch or some under like he, he hasn't been his own person um he's, he was working with the avengers and like he was sort of like they were keeping tabs on him because like the whole age of ultron thing happened understandably he was like created by ultron so like they're like ah this is like a, a super weapon that we have to keep tabs on at all times but now that he's like out of like mia out of swords um watch and like out of the avengers watch this is the first time vision has been free and his own person and i think that vision quest could be just vision just like all right who am i like he had that whole freak out with um seeing himself in the library he's like all right i still don't really i know that i am vision but like what does that mean and i think that vision quest is probably like all right here's me trying to find who i am in this world and like you know what is my personality what what do i actually want and um like maybe like this new version of vision doesn't like wanda like this is a mm. this could be a completely new um being and he's just like you know what like the old vision would have liked you but like me now with these new experiences and this new like uh maybe like with his you know, sword programming sort of like giving him this predisposition to like want to like kill wanda or like want to like not like wanda um he's just like you know what i'm just doing my own thing which is why i didn't show up multiverse madness who cares i'm a deadbeat dad um so yeah i don't know that's just my. Did you read cents. Tom King's uh, Vision story where he's a robot and he has a robotic family? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, the Vision. Uh, because, oh yeah, that, that was. Yeah, that was great. the Vision. Do you want it like that, where he's like trying so hard mm. to be human? <laughs> I've wanted them to adapt that run specifically because I love Viv Vision a lot. Uh, his daughter in that run, like that gets introduced mm -hmm. in that run. She's cool. Um, she's in the she's in the Champions and like she's a she's a prominent uh, figure in Marvel now. Um, but yeah, no, no, I think that'd be great. I would love that so much. That would be insane if Vision Quest turned into that, like, 
he creates a different robot family. <laughs> Wanda <laughs> finds him and is just like, we were supposed to be a family <laughs> one day. That's. I think this is a great idea. Like um, the when we went into WandaVision, we thought WandaVision was gonna be more of that Tom King run, and they only just brought in mm -hmm. little elements like Sparky the dog and things like that. But what if yeah. we truly got the Tom King version of that, and he's making synthesoid versions of Wanda and Billy and Tommy, and instead that's how we get like mm. Viv and the rest of them, and it's like kind of freaky and dark a little bit. But it's almost like a replay, but it's specifically that title. And that's how we get in the whole Synthesoid family gets introduced. I, when I do this, it, it means like all together. I agree. Not me telling you to shut up. I realize oh, when you're talking, it looks like I'm telling you to be quiet. But I'm like, no, as a whole together, I love the idea of how dark that could be and come off of him being like, no, I'm actively trying to be good. Like I made a family of robots and we live in this suburb house and we're being weird. And everyone's like, you, you're a runaway robot that belongs to the government. You <laughs> shouldn't be here. <laughs> like I, I, that storyline could go so well, but I don't know if they're going to try doing like, cause WandaVision did such a good job of being creepy and really dark and being like a family friendly program that that would kind of mimic what we'd want a Vision Quest. So I think Vision Quest might go a different route, but I, I would love that. I would eat that up in a heartbeat. And also making, I guess, eight episodes of that seems a little harder than, and a lot of plot holes of like, what, what is he? What's going on? <laughs> like, there's so much to white vision, especially from the comic books that it's like, which I don't think they can even address because they kind of did it all in WandaVision to address White Vision from the comic books, like his storyline, except for when he got captured or something. Sorry, I'm now going off of like, how could the comics correlate with his vision quest? What if, here's a pitch, like what if uh, in the rubble of Avenger, I just like the idea of White Vision sifting through rubble. I would like a full episode of that, please. You know, just see what he finds. Um, like, you know, kind of a, you know, a storage wars kind of deal. But uh, what if he finds in the rubble of Avengers compound, uh, Wanda's old movie box? of DVDs that she watched, Malcolm in the Middle, and we can get a continuation of what we saw in uh, in WandaVision in that first season. And like Vision, each episode kind of has like a different sitcom, all the other things that weren't addressed in WandaVision. We see Vision trying to recreate it in his own way because he can like create his own weird little reality. He made a cape appear from him. Like, can't he just like project things into existence in his own, that are connected to him in a weird way? Uh, I feel like we could see him do that and all the other sitcoms we didn't get to. Like Sister, Sister, or That's So Raven. I want to see those. <laughs> what what happened with that so Raven? Vision, uh, vision. That's so vision. <laughs> that's, it's my vision I can mind. see. It's so it's mysterious to so... me. <laughs> he's like, I don't have a wife or kid. <laughs> so, <laughs> instead of, yep, that's me. I ain't got a wife or kid. Um, so... Do you think, going off that, there was a piece in the comic where he was, he felt bad that he emotionally just wasn't there for Wanda and was like, I don't, he literally was like, F them kids, because I don't, these kids aren't mine. They're not my kids. They're the other Vision's kids. So right. do you think uh, this Vision quest could be in, in search of finding like the emotion? Because I don't think he got fully, when he touched Vision, I don't think he fully got everything. He's a big, complex cyborg. So it's probably right. like, I'm missing a giant portion of what could make me relate to people and I'm always gonna look for that. So do you think it could be him just searching for what makes him whole and maybe uh, maybe the government is like, we need to bring this thing back. This is ours, we created it. Mm. Yeah, no, I think yeah. that that's, that's a good point considering that like, this vision is like a new person. Like mm -hmm. you could have somebody's memories, like memories are just data. 
But like it's you yeah. yourself experiencing those memories is what makes you um, a person, like what gives you your personality. And mm-hmm. that's really that's a really good point. Like he doesn't have a personality yet because he was just this robot. He was just like a Terminator, like kill this person. All right. Now he has these visions, memories of like the Scarlet Witch and like his uh, being a, a sort of like a fake robot human person. Um, and he's just like, all right, what does that mean for me? Like, how do I move forward? Like, wh- how do I, who am I? And I think that like, we're going to see a different side to vision that we hadn't seen in the original vision. We're probably going to see a more, um, like more, probably a more angrier side. I was about to say, I think we're going to get a bad one. I think we're going to get a bad vision. Yeah. Cause like th- there was the whole factor of like, he was rebooted with chaos magic. Like the sword mm. used the chaos magic in that, um, plane thing to turn him on. So like having a chaos magic source, as we've seen with Wanda and with the whole multiverse of madness, dark hole thing that probably invites you to some, 100%. some, some dark, darker influence. Yeah. So, um, I'm very interested to see Agreed. how like his personality evolves in this series. And that's a good point because when you are flooded with memories, the way he has, um, they're not organized. Like, uh, it's not just like the the flashes of visuals uh, that makes a memory. A memory has a physiological component. There's like a muscle memory that goes. There's a feeling. There's right. like a physical sensation in your gut or like shame or pride or joy or something like right. that uh, that makes your heart beat. And it's very specific cadence. Each memory is a little bit different. And uh, White Vision doesn't have that. I think he needs to be taught how to sort and categorize all of his memories. And that's the, the vision. That's a quest ahead of him uh, is like he needs someone to help him figure out out what order all these what order and priority these memories need to be sorted into and that someone should be the kid from iron man 3 just kidding <laughs> what, can you imagine could you imagine if riri williams found white vision and, and she's just like holy shit i can't what what are you get out of chicago <laughs> get out get of out. Here. <laughs> what are you doing here <laughs> Honestly, like, I feel like White Vision should show up, like, in um, Ironheart in some capacity or Armor Wars. That would be sick if he just rips through the machinery or something. Yeah, like, he is a piece of Stark tech. So, like, you know, that's that's the relation there. We're going to keep talking about this with Simon Williams. um, But first... Let's thank some friends who helped us make this episode. Helix Sleep. Sleep is important. And here at New Rockstars, we trust Helix to protect our sleep with the best mattresses in the world. I have a Helix mattress, as does MT. Recently, producer Zach and producer John also got Helix mattresses. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and your sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Everybody's unique, and Helix knows that. So they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mattress is great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. Mattress is great for spinal alignment to prevent morning aches and pains. And even a Helix Plus mattress for plus size sleepers. Producer John took the Helix quiz, and he was matched with a Helix Dusk mattress because he's a back sleeper and needed a memory foam mattress to provide the perfect amount of support to keep him sleeping through the night. Just go to helixsleep.com slash inside marvel, take their two minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. They have a 10 year warranty and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk free. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash inside marvel. We also want to thank Wondery for sponsoring this episode. Go deeper into the canals of Numenor and the minds of Khazad-dûm and more with the official Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power podcast. Host Felicia Day and several special guests provide an inside look at the groundbreaking series and what it took to bring Middle-earth to life. Each episode of the official podcast features exclusive interviews with the series showrunners J.D. Payne and Patrick McKay, including the very first full breakdown of the incredible season finale. Felicia goes behind the scenes with the cast and crew to bring you jaw-dropping stories and Easter eggs that you won't want to miss. 
watch the Rings of Power on Prime video and listen to all eight episodes of the official Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power podcast for free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app now. All right, moving on to Wonder Man. Simon Williams confirmed to be played by Yaya Abdul-Mateen II uh, from such fame as uh, the DC Cinematic Universe is, uh, you know, uh, Black Manta and he was in Watchmen on HBO. Uh, he's so, so good. Um, let's talk about Simon Williams and because this guy has a lot of connections with this era of uh, Red Vision turning into White Vision when uh, like Vision dies, right? Don't they use Simon Williams' brainwaves to reanimate Vision, and that's kind of the personality of Vision is Simon Williams in a way. Obviously, the MT, MCU yeah. is going to go in a different way. Uh, Wonder Man's going to be a different entity than White. What do you Vision mean? Is. I want to see yeah. Paul Bettany act like a black man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. Like that would, no. that would be. <laughs> I would date that. twice. No, indeed. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> Don't do that to Paul Bettany. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but how do we think he's going to connect? Uh, so S Simon Williams is an actor, like he's a stunt actor specifically in Hollywood. It seems like it's going to be, I mean, my pitch for this in the past was it's going to be like Barry in the MCU. We're going to see Simon Williams going in on, uh, on like auditions and things like that. He's going to team up with uh, Ralph Boner. Like I want these two to be roommates. Um, oh, honestly? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. A piece of me is like, what if they do change him up a little bit? I know that in the, and I, I hate, I'm sorry, I keep going back to the comics for this, but I like the idea that in the comics, White Vision went back to a scientist and got brainwaves from like their son. What if in this mm. world, it's like, uh, we do make Wonder Man kind of a scientist mm. or some sort of just smarter character. <laughs> and uh, what are you talking about? So stuntmen are that, like... very, very intelligent people. <laughs> no, I'm not <laughs> shitting on stuntmen. Don't you put your words in my mouth. I stuntmen am not invented talking to... the uh, vaccine to COVID, so I don't want to hear anything. All right. Jeez. Hey, hey, I'm not. You guys are putting your words <laughs> yes, we in are. my We're mouth. Sorry. We're sorry. Uh, but I like the idea of him appearing in that sort of manner. Um, or maybe just being affected to the point where it's like, I felt something was going on here. But I do like, I think, which is, I know we got mad about Ralph Boner, but that seems like a more tee up for this character than my idea. Uh, Ralph Boner and him run into each other at auditions. I would love that. I would honestly really love it. I want the government to uh, to like recruit Simon Williams. Maybe he's like just an all-star stunt guy and he's just like super physical. He's got a real popular personality in the industry. And maybe he's even like a famous actor in Hollywood. And so they're using him to like do the you know the voice you know how they'll get actors to do like um voice navigation mm. for different apps like maybe there's some kind of company or a government service who wants to use simon williams personality to recreate some kind oh, of new synthesoid or something like that uh, and that's how he comes into conflict with like paul bettany like the these two are different versions of vision uh and maybe like maybe there's like a, a black mirror or untethered thing where he dies in a stunt accident and they use his consciousness and they implant it and then he's like I, i'm a synthesoid now what the what the freaking hell and then he's he's buddies <laughs> with vision <laughs> I would love if they, um, if like if Simon Williams was still an actor, but they used like the fact that he had powers to like play Vision in like movies, like the mm. the movies that Hollywood and the MCU was making of the Avengers. I like, hey, why I don't you just be that. Vision? Because you can fly. You would save us a ton on CG. So like, just be Vision. <laughs> we haven't run into that, right? We haven't run into like. Because in She-Hulk, they really captured a lot of like superheroes do other things than be superheroes. Um, mm. So 
that could happen in Vision Quest of him being introduced as an actor of Vision <laughs> and just being hired to do double the work and being like, you're also the stuntman because you can do it. I guess my question is like, what connection does Wonder Man have to magic? Do we know any? All I know about Wonder Man mm -hmm. is that he's very strong. He's in love with the Scarlet Witch, which clearly probably won't go in on this story in the right. MCU. Well, like Simon, doesn't Simon Williams have a connection to Grim Reaper? Like his brother is the Grim Reaper? Am I wrong? Oh right. yeah, he is related to someone, someone mystical. Right. That is true. But then they'd have to bring in two characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think Wonder Man is going to get super mystical or anything. And I, I honestly think that the connection between Wonder Man and uh, Vision was one of those like weird like comic book like, we're just going to write this, like just we just want to bring Vision back. So like, you know, let's use his brainwaves. I don't think that they're going to really connect the two characters at all. Other than like, you know, maybe a wink and a nod reference like, oh, um, like, you know, me and Vision are connected. It's like, yeah, I don't think it's going to be anything substantial in the MCU, though. I would love to see it. Um, you know what, which I don't know if they would do this. I don't know if they would do this. I don't know what they would do this. But we do know that he is also in the Candyman, married to Tiana Paris. And what if he's shown up and he's there and he has to fight Monica and then they fall mm. in love. Uh, <laughs> just, just banking on something. I also, and maybe it is they hire him to fight like someone in Agatha House of Harkness because they don't have anyone. And Wonder Man is definitely a tee up for like any government of being like, hey, I'm not gonna call upon this guy that did a public execution in the freaking Falcon and the Winter Soldier. What's his name? Johnny Mayonnaise. So we're gonna call upon another dude and it's Wonder Man. Maybe that could be it. Or maybe he is gonna fall in love with Tiana Paris. I'm just saying they've already done it once. Might as well do it again. Um, hey, I, I, yeah. what's it called? I think Wonder Man and um, Captain Marvel dated at one point in the Marvel comics from not He was dating everybody. Mistaken. So like it's true. Uh, Wonder Man's kind of a hoe, but like I would love to see Wonder Man just like I don't know, like him, him and Carol like maybe have a past together, maybe like it, like some I don't know because like they're both super powered people. Like they're he's one of the strongest people in 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 Marvel. Um, so like I don't know. Like I'm just wondering how they're going to portray this character in his own show because um, he was sort of like an asshole in a, in his own way. He so I, like I'm true. really interested to see. Um, how they do that, but anyway. Well, either way, amazing casting. I mean, God, Sarah Haley Finn. She were she is she is she the wonder is of the MCU, literally right? the queen of casting. She does no wrong at any point in her career. She has yeah. done no wrong. I'm trying to think. Some of the is has any. I mean, we're also married to the current casting of the MCU. Has there been any instance where we're like, really, they could have done better than that person in that role? I don't think we're none of us Honestly, are willing. Honestly, you really want to know mine. You want to know mine, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. just—it's yeah. only out of like bitterness. It is not out of anything else. Charlize Theron is Clea. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I genuinely was like. <laughs> I liked appeared. it. I think not, it fits. The thing is, I think it's fine. But there are so many blonde women in Hollywood you could have chose from that I haven't seen, or I've mm. seen very little of, and so that's why I was like. I've seen Charlize Theron in everything since I've been born. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, she fits well with Doctor Strange. I'm sure they put them next to each other and was like, mm -hmm. can we see them be these two married? But I'm like, mm -hmm. I was like, <laughs> Charlize, get married? the hell out of here. I was like, <laughs> get out. I was like, I'm so tired of seeing you everywhere, girl. Oh, but it was fine. It's fine. I haven't seen her as Clea yet, so I can't get too irritated. But... Yeah. And she's a good actress, so it's not like I'm going to hate the acting. <laughs> yeah, no, like, usually, like, I'm happy with, like, all the choices um, that Sarah's made. But, like, honestly, I think I would recast 
um, Jane Foster. Like, I love Natalie Portman. She's a fantastic <gasps> actress. Oh, but like, why? I, I feel like Jane Foster, considering, like, you know, she does inherit the role of Thor, I think that maybe somebody different might have... Um, oh. I don't know. Like I just, I just feel oh, like I'm walking Natalie out of this Portman conversation. Could have like fit somewhere else in the MCU, um, maybe as a oh. different hero. But like, I just think that the whole Jane Foster character. I don't know. Maybe take this out. I love. Natalie. I don't mean to be mean. No, I, no, I love it's, like, it's, it's fine. fine. Uh, let's let's get tough on it. Um, uh, okay, here's I'll throw a really tough one in here, and it's hard because uh, I really love this actor. We might have had a better Doctor Strange out there than Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch yep. is no, fantastic. that's given. He is fantastic in this role, and he all makes sense in our heads. But I'm just saying, there are other like Hollywood kind of got really excited by Benedict Cumberbatch, and like I don't know if he brought anything new to it. To be honest, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I think we're just now like Doctor Strange is Benedict, and Benedict is Doctor Strange. But I also mm. think there are like a handful of men that could have taken that role as well and like, i'm like Keanu Reeves, yeah. I mean, Reeves he's fine. would have he's made good. a pretty amazing doctor strange if you ask me that's the thing that's the thing though is like Keanu uh, or doctor strange plays differently than like robert downey jr is iron man because we know iron man is like so egotistical and all this stuff so it's like robert downey jr plays that very well doctor strange doesn't really have too much emotion to be like tossing out so i'm like how are you going to change this role up? I had a whole conversation with some friends. We're going to wrap up real quick. Um, but I think like the way Benedict has been doing Doctor Strange is basically the way Robert Downey Jr. has been doing Iron Man. He's just kind of a smart ass. He's going to be the smartest one in the room. I think he's doing the he's doing an impression of, of Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark. Whereas Doctor Strange in the comics, he is this guy who has this connection with the mystical world. And he's like, I don't... I haven't really seen true awe from Stephen Strange in the MCU. A-W-E. It is a profound emotion where you are able to experience something that shatters your paradigm of what you previously thought to be true. And you're mourning the death of that old paradigm. So there's like tears rolling down your cheeks. Your uh, your mind is being blown. And maybe it's just the way these movies are made. It's hard for anyone to look at a green screen set and be like, I understand what I'm looking at right now. But I think Keanu Reeves, that guy knows awe. Look at him in the Matrix movies. So much of that story is just in his eyes and his expressions as he's just like, what the hell am I looking at right now? And we connect with him. And I think we need that with, with Dr. Strange a little bit. I don't know if Benedict has given it to us. I he has sometimes. I'm being hard on him. There's, I can probably point to specific moments where I was like, all right, Benedict f-ing nailed that moment, you know, but it's I'm hard. It's a hard character to play. so attracted to Benedict Cumberbatch that I look past everything. Me too. I think he's won us over just with his little charms. It's just other actors work really, yeah. really hard to win us over. And he doesn't have to work him. as hard because he's that good. Also, I'm waiting I don't know if she wants to be. I'm waiting for them to cast Kira Knightley in the MCU because they are best mm. friends in real life. And I think on mm. screen, they would also make that play really well because they've been in like two movies together. So cast Kira Knightley, hurry oh, up. Oh, you know, we <laughs> overlooked Rachel, Rachel McAdams probably miscast as Christine Palmer, right? Oh, we will talk about this offline. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Nothing against Rachel McAdams. I think she's great, uh, but I don't know if that's anyway. Anyway, we, this is a very mean segment of like, but this is why you know, none of us. None what of us do are we want out of the MC? No, no, no. Like we love all these all these actors. Yeah, and, like, I mean they, did, they like, all did the best job, with what so, they were like, given. Totally you know, fun. no no one has really 
freaking biffed it, I think we can say. We can agree. I don't know. Yeah, 100. Your mileage may vary, I suppose. But we'll leave it there for this episode of Inside Marvel. You can follow me at EOS, follow Jessica at Lulu underscore Clemens, follow MT at Mastertainment. Subscribe to Inside Marvel wherever you get your podcast. Hey, once we all see Black Panther Wakanda forever um, in a couple weeks, we're going to do a whole like uh, discussion on that. And then we're going to rank all the phase four movies. But we have to all see it first. So that episode is coming up. Wait, brace for it. Brace for it. It's going to be fun. It's going to get it's gonna get nasty. Because uh, phase four, mixed bag. But, uh, <laughs> but hey, hey, thank you all so much for watching. And uh, we will see you next week. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye.